0: Back to the National Syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And the economy is all of our business. And of course, the stock market is an indicator of what's going on in business. And uh, we're going to focus on that today with Dr. Casey Mulligan. He is a longtime regular on the Price of Business. Both a fan and uh, personal favorite of the show. Uh, he has a great background. He was the Chief Economist for the President's Council of Economic Advisors, and he's an economist uh, and, and professor of economics at the University of Chicago. Casey, always glad to have you on the program. Today, we're going to focus on uh, on uh, what's going on with the stock market. People like to say the stock market is good, therefore the economy is good, and it's really not as simple as that. I'm sure we're going to get into some of that. But before we do that, I'd like for you to talk a little bit about your uh, your book and how people can learn more about it and uh, your work.
1: Yeah, the, the book is called uh, – the book I wrote about um, what it was like, at least on the economics team – uh, of President Trump, and because really I hadn't seen people telling the truth about it. There was fake news on both sides, and I, being an academic, I wanted to tell the story. And they, you know, the raw material President Trump, he's a very entertaining person, even if you don't like him, he, a lot of uh, events and things going on, um, and it's called You're Hired, and I have a website for it, you'rehiredtrump.com. And, you know, people can get samples and, of course, buy the book.
0: Yeah, it's a very good uh, effort at uh, trying to take a more balanced look. Uh, Both sides, frankly, are terrible uh, at providing a balanced look at him. And, of course, that's a problem with almost any major political character uh, these days. But there's something about Trump in particular that brings out the uh, extreme (laughs) <laughs> so, I appreciate your work. It's very good. Uh, let's get into our topic today. A lot of euphoria um, with the uh, with, with sherman Powell, uh, Powell announcing uh, that uh, you know uh, not only is he saying that uh, you know we're, uh, there's a, no need to immediately rise interest rates, inflation seems to be uh, But even talking about cutting rates. Uh, next year, all of which is creating euphoria, which is certainly better from uh, a short term perspective at least than what we 've seen um for for the last couple of years now what's your thoughts you kind of set the state for us well the
1: uh it, for the year the year's almost done here, and I think the stock market's up almost uh let's say s and p up almost twenty five percent
0: um
1: and some of that may have to do with the Fed. I, I would agree with that, but that's too much for the Fed. The Fed can't throw enough money around to, for all that. I think there has to be, uh, you know, this, the stock market's forward-looking. You're, you're, when you own stocks, you have the right to dividends in the future. And so the market is looking toward the future. And we've seen in the past, you know, as, as you went into recessions. You know, the stock market kind of saw it before we ever saw it in the employment numbers or the GDP numbers. So I I think there's some optimism there. Um, And we're in a period of technological change. And, you know, that's creating value in a lot of places. People, of course, talking about the AI. Uh, I I think in energy, uh, we've talked on previous programs about petroleum and gas. You know, there are our companies are really getting better and better at at that. Um, so, you know, th- th- there's it's hard to be dour on the economy. Uh, there, there's not a perfect relationship, but they, they are looking forward to these things. And then, and then on the other side, even if the stock market goes up for nonsense reasons, from the manager's point of view, they have an incentive to invest. I mean, they, the market's asking for more shares. So uh, that's tempts managers to expand their companies. So in 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 some sense, there's almost a a degree of automatic reaction of the economy to the stock market.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your your sense is that uh, you know what's your what's your process of some of the uh, drivers. Uh, to this, beyond uh, just hope around the interest rates uh, being uh, stable, and that's a big deal. Interest rates, you know, phrase as you said, it's future future thinking. That that being the stock market is very future thinking, you know. And as, if you've got a future that's going to burden by interest rates, that makes it very difficult to do economic activity. Uh, that's a dark cloud, and so there's no question that. Uh, Around the interest rates, and especially in the context of what others are seeing around the world, like the UK, the same week the UK said, nah, "We're we're still dealing with inflation. You can expect a future hit." You know that from a, a global perspective uh, will make the US more interesting, I would think, um, and so. Well, there's other factors. You know, I'm seeing a lot of the gas price uh, indicating that uh, you know that uh, being driven in a direction that's certainly beneficial, um, and and maybe even some better attitudes around hybrids versus uh, EVs versus develop more you know, developing more real world views. All of which I think are are positive. Although there's still a lot to be concerned about in that area. But what, what do you consider the drivers outside? Uh, some of the other problems outside of what the, what the fed is saying
1: well i think the in you know, what we call it artificial intelligence we we've had it for a while but the um the chat tools um there's no doubt that people were surprised the experts were surprised you go back about a year from now and the um you know they were researching this this path it was more or less a predicting the next couple letters you'll type on your iPhone and type in the Google search box. And all of a sudden, they were not only able to predict the next several letters, but they could predict the next several thousand words. And it it was a really a a huge learning curve. They climbed much quicker than they thought. Um, And and this is anticipated to have value. Now, we've had these revolutions before we've had electricity we've we've had dot-com um and the timing's always tricky you don't always know in fact maybe you never know exactly how it's going to roll out what are the glitches that are going to come along the way um so we could have a crash when you get some bad news about the timing of these things um but there's real reasons to be optimistic
0: yeah so you think it had had that big of an impact I find that uh kind of kind of interesting. there's no doubt about it you know even in my industry or maybe especially in my industry, which is media um uh, the shift for illustrated, which uh incredible public only one of many that have begun to announce that, uh, yeah, we're using, uh, we're using AI, <laughs> you know, we're using things like chat and bar. Um, but I, I think it's interesting. And again, I guess it has to do with, wow, look what we know it can do. Imagine what it will do as we get smarter and utilize it I, I assuming mean, that's a fact. Right. It, it,
1: it, 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 there's a lot of unknown there. Um, we, we've already seen that in pharmaceuticals. They they target a certain disease or condition, and they invent a drug and it's, it's doing okay, and then they realize, you know, this drug works on totally different things. That's happened with the uh, weight loss drugs. I mean, they were designed for diabetes, and now they're realizing almost by accident that this is working for weight loss. Um, and so I, I think the AI has the same thing. It was first designed... More for you know writing papers and documents, and now they're realizing you know maybe it'll help with coding. And, you know maybe it's going to help with medical diagnoses. Who, who knows? I mean, it, it's it's so new. Uh, there's so much to be explored, um, and then when you think about when you add things onto it or you tweak it, who knows the directions it's going to go? So it mm-hmm. it, uh, it the I, I view this. Stock market is one of the singles selling to the market. You know, guys, don't take a vacation now. We want you to be researching and investing in this area.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Talk a little bit about it from a political perspective. You're a policy guy. I know that. But you also know the uh, uh, poli- some of the political implications of all this. How does uh, work uh, when it comes to uh, the upcoming elections in 2024? How do you see this playing out?
1: Um I, I, obviously the the incumbents would like to see, you know, good economic performance. Um right. I'm not sure you will particularly some of these longer range things. I'm not sure you'll see it in such a in the short term measures. It is more of a forward looking thing. You will see the investment activity um so, you know, that that, that brightens the picture a, a little bit, I think. Uh, but a lot of the returns will be in the future. Think back to fracking. When fracking was emerging, um, you know, it, it took five, six, seven years to get all all the dividends, and maybe we still haven't seen them all. Um, so between now and Election Day, I don't know that a lot of this uh, technological change will make a difference in people's daily lives, Um but there's certainly going to be an industry working hard so that will make a difference, you know, the year after, the year after that.
0: Yeah. It will be interesting to see the medical and healthcare piece. It's something that I watch really closely. Um, it's fascinating. All of this is very fasc- fascinating. So uh, as we wrap up the year, it would be a good time to get your sense on that. Uh, here we are in December, hard to believe another year has gone by. Um your overview, overview, and sense about the economy and the things you're going to be watching in 2024.
1: Well, I mean, the, the short-term measures are going to be important politically. So the um, the crime uh, is a, is a big problem, and, and it's actually affecting the economic activity. I was just in Washington D.C actually walking around the downtown for the first time since I lived there, and I, I was lost. I mean, I don't recognize. There's no retail anymore. Um, people are not coming into that city. Uh, it, it's very different than we, – we see a bit of this in Chicago. I've seen a bit of that in Boston, Manhattan. It's an entirely different league in, in D.C., um, and that's really a pathology of policy. You know, the, Oh, yeah. The, the workers are afraid to come downtown D.C. because of the crime. The retailers don't want to open up a shop because it's just open season for the thieves. Um, and these are the kind of things that people are seeing in the short run. The, the migrant um, is affecting here, you know, here in Chicago. The, the, it's very visible. Their homelessness is visible. It's turning into crime. Um, a lot of people across the political spectrum are very upset by that. Uh so I think those are the things though um th- that are gonna drive the election because they're more short run and they're you know related to our daily life at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth. I went to uh, DC, I used to live in D C myself, um uh when I worked for the U- for U uh US Senate and uh, worked for some of the tanks up there and uh I- I know frequently, I've, I've gone often throughout the years, but I just went recently, and, and it was the first time in a couple of years that I had gone up there, and man, it, is, it had changed a lot, uh, it was just very, very, uh, almost dead environment uh, on the weekends up there, which kind of shocked me, I mean, I found it, I found it telling as well, and I, I would think from an economic perspective. It says a lot, and it is just one of many cities that are going through struggles, um, uh, particularly dealing with uh, what seems to be unchecked cl- crime and other uh, type uh, issues. And so it's an interesting time. Always love talking to you. Always look forward to our next conversation. And uh, Dr. Casey Mulligan from the University of Chicago, uh, Chicago and that's your Trump. Dot com. That's the site to learn more about his book. And I consider his book really uh, one of the more thoughtful ones, uh, maybe, maybe the most thoughtful ones I've seen on assess, assess the Trump 20 years. And it's interesting because he does have an inside perspective, but he also has an eyes wide open view, which isn't the case with virtually anyone who uh, talks about uh, Trump. So always good having you on.
1: Yeah, you know, the e-book's only $2. I think it's a kind of a Christmas special. So
0: there you if, go. If you People like to read that way, that. It would absolutely. Be good. Very good. Good recommendation there. All right. Good to talk to you, sir.
1: Glad to talk with you, Kevin.
0: All right, Doctor Casey Mulligan. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. Stay tuned for more after this.